Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. We're going to talk a little bit about um, Joe Biden. As his time passed him by, particularly with the news now that Michael Bloomberg has entered the race for the Democratic Party nomination. We're going to talk to John Zogby, world-famous pollster, uh, John zogbystrategies.com. But before we talk to John, here's a little bit of late-night, let's call it review, of Joe Biden. Joe Biden emphasized the importance of ending violence against women, but with a really, really poor choice of words. So we have to just change the culture, period, and keep punching at it and punching at it and punching at it. We've got to chain up that racism and we've got to stuff that homophobia back in the closet. Come on. So when people start laughing at you um, and they were laughing at him in the audience, the, the debate and some on the stage were kind of snickering at him. Is that the beginning of the end, the sign of the beginning of the end? There's an op-ed in The Hill, and uh, it's written by our good friend John Zogby, and the title is, Is Joe Biden Finished? Now, johnzogbystrategies.com is where you'll go on, on, web for, on the web for John's company. He's also the founder of the Zogby Poll, op-ed writer for major U.S. publications, the author of We Are Many, We Are One, and the former pollster for Michael Bloomberg. So... Uh, all sorts of questions converging on us, on us, John, at the same time. So if I throw a goulash into the pot and I mm-hmm. and I say one ingredient is Michael Bloomberg, the other one is Joe Biden, the third one is the rest of the uh, of the Democratic nominees, uh, what do we come up with? Is Biden sort of the odd spice in the pot now? What a terrible analogy. My God, did I come up with that? <laughs> I'm following the metaphors. <laughs> Hi, Roy. Hi. Um, well, for starters, uh, Biden is still a front runner, okay, and he has been. Um, and arguably, you you could make the case that it's better for him in a crowded field to be in the high teens and low twenties than it is at this point in time to be polling in the thirties and running away with it, setting up expectations he can't possibly meet. So he, uh, it does not help to be the object of ridicule um, to be made fun of. Um, His debate performances, um, you know, have not been stellar, but for many of us, that's Joe being Joe. Um, He's, you know, he's always stumbled over words. He's always talked too fast. He's always said the wrong thing. Uh, These days, they're appearing to be the inappropriate thing. I think he wish he had that moment. Keep uh, punching, keep punching. Moments over again. Yeah. When he said, keep punching, we've got to keep punching away at it? Yeah, bad. Really bad choice of words. Is it a game changer? I I don't know. You know, polls after the debates, you know, still have him up there in the mix. Now, the party, Democratic Party establishment is concerned, and they are certainly enabling uh, uh, Mike Bloomberg. Um, but it's... It, it, too soon to predict anything. All right, so you know Michael Bloomberg. You were his pollster, and, and uh, you were quoted in a story, and we talked to you last weekend about it. And you said uh, words to the effect of, don't discount Michael mm-hmm. Bloomberg. He could he could win this thing. 
So now that he's officially in the race, now that he's declared his candidacy for the nomination of the Democratic Party, how does that all change now for everybody in that race? Or does it? Well, in addition to the announcement, he also announced over the weekend that he's going to be spending $30 million over the next few weeks. That's more money than any other candidate has spent during this entire time. Um, I could also say that Bloomberg would not do this. He would not run for president if he wasn't convinced that he will win, not can win. And so, um, you know, that's sort of the, the, the wind at his back. Um, I suspect we'll see his numbers go up uh, dramatically. He's polling right now at about 2%. Uh, before any of this. Um, I think you're probably going to see him in the mix probably a couple of weeks from now, so somewhere in the teens, uh, and more money to be spent, and a, a unique message in addition to the middle-of-the-road message. So as we, again, as we talked about last weekend, you could have a situation where if Mike Bloomberg becomes the Democratic nominee, you could have two New York billionaires uh-huh. debating one another, uh, next October, um, mm-hmm. on stages across the United States for the for the for the presidency, the job of the pre- presidency, two former or well, a former mayor of New York, one of them a former mayor of New York, while the current mayor of New York, who got into the Democratic race at the very beginning, really had to uh, pull over with four blown tires and his campaign in disarray. So it's it's kind of a strange strange visual. It, it really is, um, and you know, if if things and our lives had not changed so dramatically over the last few years, you'd say kind of an impossible situation. It used to be deadly uh, not so long ago to to be in New York and to have a New York accent. Of course, Bloomberg is from Massachusetts, but you know. It, it is also hard to see where the opening is for Bloomberg, e- even with a a decline on the part of Biden. You know, you do have other candidates who've been out there, who've set up machinery in the key early states, who have hundreds, thousands even, of of volunteers, and who'll be resentful. Um, There's always the charge, too, of buying the election. But I've learned, you know, never, uh, never bet against Mike Bloomberg. This could happen. Now, let me just switch gears here and ask you for your... um your thoughts on the impeachment inquiry and what took place this week. There were a lot said. There were a lot of accusations that were hurled back and forth. Um, Where does this all stand now? And does it sound to you like the Democrats were closing the book on it, on the Um, the inquiry part? Yeah. yeah, You know, in terms of the inquiry um, into the the Ukraine uh, uh, affair, it looks like the Democrats are closing the book on it. There are other investigations, other committees. Those will continue. Um, you know, we'll have articles of impeachment voted on in the near future. I don't know what kind of schedule they're exactly going to follow, but, um, you know, let's say certainly by Christmas, um, before Christmas recess, they, they will vote on articles and vote for uh, articles of impeachment. Um, but with that said, where do things stand right now? With the American public, uh, after the, the veritable bombshells of this week, 
some pretty credible, no, let's say very credible testimony by folks inside and on the periphery of, of the administration. Um, uh, public opinion really has not changed. In fact, to the contrary, uh, a, a Yahoo News poll that came out yesterday has now 48 percent supporting impeachment and 45 percent opposed. Uh, that's actually headed in the wrong direction for those who favor impeachment. It had been as high as 52 to 54 percent in favor, now at 48, and as uh, low as 42, 44 percent opposed to impeachment, now 45. And uh, what, what, what do we take away from that, John? What, what's, the, what's the takeaway? I think a combination of things. I, I think uh, the, that in an age of constant news, there could be people who are, who are tired of it. I think, number two, the fact that, the, that, that really those numbers are relatively unchanged. It's, uh, it's like other polls that show that about 80, 81 percent of of Americans already have their minds made up. So it's relatively few out there, you know, who uh, uh, haven't decided or are even pliable on it. And I think uh, as we get close to the holidays and then closer to the actual election, uh, folks are saying, all right, enough. Yeah, I think I think I think so. I'm I'm seeing that in emails to me from uh, mm-hmm. people uh, in this country and from Americans who listen to us, either in border cities or listen online. It's yeah, okay, that's that's enough, and it's a sort of a, commu- a cumulative weight that seems to be have been lowered on people, and we've heard enough. Of course, we just went through a, an election, a nasty election in this country, and and I think that it, people just have this low grade headache now, and they want some relief. Yeah, I mean, 48% who favor impeachment, Yeah, that was 48% who favored impeachment one year ago when when Trump was elected. I mean, those numbers haven't yeah. moved at yeah. all, yeah. really. John, it's always great talking to you. Thank you for taking the time on the weekend. Hey, anytime, Roy. Thanks. Take care. All the best. John Zogby. Zog, uh, JohnZogbyStrategies.com. JohnZogbyStrategies.com, founder of the Zogby Poll. And uh, you can find his op-ed. Um, is it over for is Joe Biden finished um, on the website for the Hill? If you want to hear more, subscribe to the Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.